previously on Live at 605. And I said to you, I'm like, oh, I wish I had a really awesome... Ah! Ah! What? Oh, my God, you scared me. (laughs) Did you hear that scream I just did? Yeah. (laughs) John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is one sad face. It's so gloomy. Uh, a very gloomy downtown Toronto. This is December 21st, season 20, episode 4 of Live at 605. And before we even get into any of this bullshit, because it is December 21st, we would like to wish a very happy birthday to Mom's Mallon. Yeah, happy it, birthday. It's her birthday. Her birthday is exactly two days before whose birthday? I don't want people to know that. You don't? You don't? I don't want listeners, then they're like 10 seconds away from my SIN number. How, can't I tell you how many episodes we've called Jonapalooza and Valapalooza? Because we've mentioned it's your. Valapalooza coming up. It's my birthday. In two days. In two days. Someone who loves birthdays and Christmas so much. Yeah. So you're a Christmas baby. You're, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah. How, how. Was it very. T- my mom always said. It was. It sucked having her birthday right before Christmas because then people sometimes combine everything. Yeah, I, it's true. <laughs> but do I combine things no, for you? No, you're good. There's and, only those middle years that were lost. <laughs> I think everyone's middle years were lost in the yeah. awkward phase. But it was nice. We gave gave my mom a call earlier today, and we sent her some surprise gold medal ribbon ice cream Ooh. through uber eats so we're very happy to talk to her and everything i wish we could be there on her birthday but totally. uh we cannot so that is how we started this thing and uh before we get into things do you want to give out any of your contact information sure it's val gomez 23 on instagram and twitter and you can follow me on twitter and instagram on malencamp and you can follow the 605 official page on Twitter, or no, Facebook and Instagram, at Live at 605. We actually do have a Twitter account, at Live at 605. I've just never tweeted. I just <laughs> grabbed the handle in case we ever needed, needed, to, tweet. needed to tweet. But all, all of our best stuff is in Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, And then you want to let people know what they can do on iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page, because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So this is... Our second last episode of the year, which is crazy. I know, what a year. Oh, what a year. (laughs) You have to have that song. Oh, what a night. (laughs) Late December. Isn't that what it is? Or is it September? I don't know. I don't even know. Is it gone till November? No. (laughs) Um, It's been a long December. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just getting sued by Frankie Valley, Counting Crows, Wyclef John today. Should we sing you happy birthday, get sued by the guy who ever copyrighted? No, it's over 50 years old. I thought there was a whole thing you couldn't sing happy birthday. So wait, we could start singing like Beatles songs then? Yeah, I think it's fine. I think there's something wrong with that math you got there going on. So anyways... Uh, this week, we're going to dig back into our past and kind of talk about, uh, again... Uh, well, yeah. I was going to say, last week we spoke about like some of our favorite like <laughs> really small rallies that yes. kind of kept us going throughout the summer. You know, and like to John's point, typically on my birthday, we would have 30 to 40 sometimes of my closest friends come out to play, which is always great. Like I think since you and I started dating we've always kind of thrown the valapaloozas <laughs> this year it was a party of just you and me yeah. dance party in the kitchen so i guess last week was nice to recount like some of the like the five hangs we did with friends in our backyard two friends yeah um but this this podcast um because i asked john i'm like why didn't we talk about that one millisecond we went away yeah right and you're like save it for a separate one yeah. so this podcast is all about our covid cation yeah. to the covid cottage in covid catherine's Ooh. Ooh. yeah so we're going to talk about the our only getaway which <laughs> we did this year usually we'd be flying you yeah. know south of the border we might we'll go to europe europe we'll go to somewhere in the caribbean yeah we went to st catherine's <laughs> and it was an it was a very interesting trip totally. a lot of fun but before we even do that do we, we should let people know we're actually on our holiday break. Yeah, so holiday break started. Check, like I guess well, today would be the first real day for me. T- t- first real day. Basically, yeah. I was off Friday, and then you joined me as of the weekend. So, but totally because not to be confused with the weekend. You want to sing one of his songs? 
<laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I can't even think of a yeah, song. I don't even know. I was, yeah. Uh, so, um, so, <laughs> it's so funny. I don't even know what song I had. It's stuck in my head. I had, have you seen that perfume commercial where they sing that weekend song? The, I only like you when I'm high. Da, yeah. Da, yeah. That's an old song. Yeah, that's an old one. Anyway, I can't sing okay. it. Uh, all I can sing is do 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 blinding lights or flashing lights. What's that song called? Blinding lights. Blinding lights. Keep going. Anyways, for our first official day off, we knew we had to do something big and special and epic for end of the for our first holiday. So we had to decide on our first holiday dinner, and then we had to last week. Yeah. Today is technically our first holiday. Technically, yeah. but we were going off of me being off. Yeah. So for that, mm-hmm. on Thursdays we Thursdays is basically Thir- go Yeah, for I was it. gonna say Thursdays is a sacred day. Thursday's a new Friday for us. Hundred percent. And like I said this to you, it's like, you know, Thursdays have got me through the pi- pandemic, I would say. You know, it's the thing I look forward to in the thing I I, you know, countdown to as well. Thursdays in this household, are known as Jersey's and Jersey Jersey's. <laughs> uh, Jersey Shore is the show that just keeps on giving, and thank fucking God, because it's kept me going pre and post and during pandemic. It's kind of amazing that, uh, yeah, obviously it, it's it all started. <laughs> that was good comedic timing. It, obviously, we've talked about when Jersey Shore came out, much like everyone else in the world, we ate it up and watched every single episode. And then when it stopped, mm-hmm. we never watched the spinoffs really. But then I'd say, mm-hmm. what, three, four years ago, they did a Jersey Shore marathon in, on MTV. On Christmas. On Christmas. And we kind of got right back into it. And from there, we're like, oh we- man, we missed this show. We missed the characters. We missed just like all their. Uh, hijinks and antics they get up to. But I also think it was like, we were part of the reason they brought back Jersey Shore Family Vacation. Yeah. We were part of that population who like binged it all during Christmas. Then like, you know, three to four years ago, they came back. Yeah. Which was great. So now every Thursday is Jersey, which is the most exciting because I think, you know, they do what we used to call like what AMC did, whereas like, Better Call Saul would end, and then, like, Mad Men would begin. Mad Men would end, and then Breaking Bad would begin, right? And so with Jersey Shore, it'd be like, Jersey Shore would end, Double Shot of Love would begin. And so then I'm like, yo, I am, like, locked into MTV Jersey Days for the whole of 2020. So to John's point, on Thursday, we had to do a good send-off dinner for holidays. And so we're like, yo, we haven't had, outside of making really good steak, we haven't had, like, a great steak yet. And so one of the things... We were saying it's like obviously we want to like support local and we have been during this whole thing, but we were like, where do we get a steak from? Like, because I think when we typically go out for dinners, we don't get steak. Mm. We always get like other stuff. That's true. And so we're like, yo, let's just do up the keg mansion. Yeah, uh, yeah, because you were craving a steak and we a looked- peppercorn steak. Peppercorn. Well, yeah, why I don't do you like make peppercorn so much? I don't know. I love peppercorn steaks. I find like we don't make them a lot at home. Partially because I feel like I'd just waste an entire jar of peppercorns on it. Um, but I love peppercorn steaks. Yeah, so we looked it up. They were able to do uh, mm-hmm. delivery and pickup, so we picked it up. We made sure that we got some of that fresh, delicious bread yeah. as well. And we came home, rushed home. It was uh, pretty easy to get back. And then we, much like a lot of our lives now, we just don't <laughs> read the instructions ever. Which is fucked up because I was like, yo, there's a lot of like papers here to tell me what to do. I know. And then even if you decided not to read the papers the instructions were actually on the lids of things too (laughs) i did not read anything (laughs) i think we were very hungry and very excited for jersey shore so basically we got our food brought it down watched jersey shore it was an awesome unbelievable episode and steak and fries in my opinion were delicious how are they with you they're delicious and we're like oh no it's delicious i'm like the steak was really good i'm like the fries yeah they were a little bit cold yeah like you're like yeah they were a little cold but i mean again the drive was like a 12 minute drive home and by the time we got changed and stuff and then as we were cleaning the dishes and (laughs) stuff you would actually read the top of the lid and they're like put back in the oven for 300 to finish everything for five to six minutes yeah and we'll be like perfectly (laughs) ready to go i'm like oops 
<laughs> but it was still good. You know, nothing yeah, was, was raw. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, or like rotten or anything. It was delicious and it was fun and it was a good start to our almost break. But now we're, yeah, Monday we're officially off, which is mm-hmm. great. We don't go back to the new year and we'll do some podcasts and whatever else we can do during a lockdown. Just yeah. kind of watch a bunch of Sopranos and Jersey Shore and Bachelorette and stuff. Totally. So before we get into St. Catharines, I want to talk about a a couple more animal experiences and and bug experiences we had. Okay. So we were talking last week about just like carpenter bees and some of the different things. I saw a bee or I saw a spider on the, on the mirror when I was going pee and that stopped me midstream. But then I, I had three horrifying experiences with spiders, two of them alone, one of them with you. Okay. And again, you're, you don't mind spiders. No. I hate them, so... Well, I don't, like, I don't, like, love them. Oh, yeah. Them, right? You, I can just, I can... You can I dispose can of them. dispose of them. So the first one, real quick, you work upstairs in the music room from working from home. I work in the basement, a.k.a. the dungeon. <laughs> and uh, I've seen a few bugs and stuff down there in my time. You know, I've mm-hmm. been down there for 10 months. It really hasn't been all that awful. And I've... Mm-hmm. Usually, if I see something, if it's a spider, I'll give you a holler and have <laughs> you come get rid of it or whatever. This one day, though, I was working... And all of a sudden, I see a spider drop down in front of my computer monitor. Like, he was rappelling down from his spider web. Jesus. And he was on top of my computer monitor. And I, like, screamed and jerked backwards and everything. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I didn't know what to do because he had crawled behind my computer monitor. So I yelled for you. I'm like, I don't know where this spider is. (laughs) And he had this web that just came right down from the ceiling. And it was horrifying. And luckily, you were able to come down and... After a few minutes, we finally found them and you disposed of them. But I just think I probably would have had to quit work. I just wouldn't be able to come back down the basement. It is terrifying, though. Like, like, out of nowhere, it dropped down in front of my head because didn't you say that happened to your brother, too? Yeah. <laughs> it was a bee. No, it was a spider. Oh, maybe. Wait, no, it was this summer. Remember you and your brothers met up at, at, at um, Starbucks, Starbucks or something? No, it was a Oh, wait. It was yeah, a spider. spider. It dropped down, Same thing dropped happened to down me. on Brennan's. <laughs> like paper while he was like writing something and yeah. he like threw the pen at it right but the weird thing was if you're on a neighboring table you're like what the fuck is this guy doing and so like what are you doing and he's like they're a fucking spider or something that i was like okay i'll try and get it so i like picked it up with a piece of paper and got rid of it but it's just Brandon is as scared of bugs as you are yes. and as awkward around yes. them as you are. Definitely. So it makes me laugh so much. That that was just funny because it was like, he just like threw his pen. <laughs> like, I would uh, do the same thing if I had a pen. So. so then that was one experience. And then another one I had was, this was over the summertime. I was going to pick us up some food from a drive-thru. Uh, I won't tell you guys which drive-thru, but it was McDonald's. And <laughs> so I'm in, it was a pretty long lineup. I'm in the car just hanging out. And it's summer night, so I have the window rolled down, and I'm loving life, listening to music. I'm in no rush to get the food. Then all of a sudden, as I'm looking through the um, front window or mm-hmm. whatever, I see a spider out of nowhere crawling up the window on top of the roof of the car. Ugh. And I freaked out because I'm like, I've now lost visual sight of this spider. <laughs> yeah. He is now gone. And I was like, well, shit, I got to keep this side window open because I got to make my order. So... I was too terrified, so I immediately closed the window. When I got up to say my order into the intercom, I put it down like a, a crack, and I was still scared out of my life, so I like rushed through my order because I was so scared the spider would come through and everything. And then when I went to finally go through and get my order, again, I kept that window closed to the very last second, and then when they came with my food, I like put it down as quickly as I could grab my food, but I was terrified to get out of the car that night because <laughs> you don't know where the spider went. But then but I think we do know where exactly. the spider went. So fast forward a couple months ago, and we were in Walmart just doing our Walmart things, picking up our, our weekly whatevers, and then we go into the trunk. And I don't think you oh. saw it at first. I, I saw it first. You saw it first. And I opened the trunk, and inside the trunk is this fat-ass spider. But it's like orange and like looks like an Amazon spider. It had like a like, fat booty. Yeah, it it was fucking insane. And I, I got so scared. And this one was, you know, this was the scariest spider I've ever seen. And so I think I had gotten, like, the car scraper. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to, like, flick him out of the yeah. car. And eventually it took, like, three or four flicks. But I flicked that fucker right out of there <laughs> and never saw him again. But 
I think the thing with us is, is because we're so not used to nature. No. I think from being and living in the apartment, like we rarely went out on our balcony, Yeah. to be honest. And then like if we did, we were probably drinking with friends. So it's like you're not as concerned about the elements over there. And then for whatever reason, we move into a house that has a parking spot and it's like cobwebs, you know, spiders, yeah. squirrels, raccoons. I, I, it was like this influx of wilderness that we were not ready for exactly so i have one one more story and then i have one more question then i want to get into all the saint Catherine's things Mm -hmm. so do you want to tell people what happened one day it was the busiest day in our courtyard and what animal we saw the raccoon yeah that was weird you don't have to tell the story if you don't want to tell it so i'll just tee it up for you We, we were in you, I, for whatever reason, I wasn't in the dungeon, but you had called me upstairs. I think we, I was upstairs for a bathroom break, and we're talking, we're talking, and then all of a sudden, we're like, oh, wow, there's like this huge uh, like moving truck backing into our courtyard. Hold the phone. Go for it. You tell. So basically, because John's in the dungeon, he always, like, when we meet in the middle area, like in the work kitchen, yeah. we always, like, say, like, so have you seen anything? Like, what's happening outside? Because I sit in the music room, which is, like, a direct sniper window over the cul-de-sac parking lot. So it's like, what action is happening out there? And it really is our only source of amusement. Yeah. So we'll tell it like, you know, I'll say like, oh, this neighbor went and got groceries. You know, this person took their dog for a walk or whatever. This day, for whatever reason, was like everything was happening in real time. Yeah. Right. And so all of a sudden, like I called John upstairs. I'm like, oh, there's like a truck. Right? And so our neighbor was getting, like, all these, like, appliances appliances delivered. And it's also, like, you know when you think about, like, oh, what have you really done in, like, a pandemic? Like, we've gotten, like, doorknobs delivered. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't even cross my mind to get appliances delivered in the pandemic. Right? (laughs) And so, like, you know, this was probably, what, like, October? October, I'd say, Right? Um, So it was pretty mild outside, too, Mm -hmm. at this point. And so in our cul-de-sac... Oh, sorry, no, I know, now I know what it started all. Mm. There was a knock at the door. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. So there was a knock at the door, and we're like, again... Uh, we're not answering We're it. not answering a door, and then... Unless it's Sean. Exactly, and then... <laughs> and even still, we didn't answer it. Yeah, and then the knock... <laughs> yeah, exactly. The knocking was pretty consistent, so I was like, all right, screw it. Let me go open the door, and it was our neighbor, and she's like, oh, are you able to, to move, move your, your car, car into the spot in front of, in front of yours? Because... I have these movers here who are trying to get a fridge and a stove mm-hmm. or whatever, but they can't. They need to go where your car is just because it's easier to get up on the curb or whatever. So I was like, okay, sure. And hmm. uh, so I. Which is our like cul de sacs, obviously, it's a horseshoe for yeah. the parking. So I pull ahead into the other one and I'm just kind of like watching. I'm like, okay, well, clearly I want to watch these people move things in and out. Yeah. So that's when we were upstairs talking yeah. and stuff. And we were, we were watching from our windows. These guys were struggling to lift a fridge over the curb and which, stuff. Which is hilarious in one way but like you know just sad in another way um and so yeah we're watching them struggle with like a fridge then they go back and get like a dishwasher yeah then all of a sudden they're like you know one guy's like hanging out there's probably four people yeah kind of thing plus our neighbor and so you know it's a sunny day life is happening sorry i the other thing before it knocked we looked out the window and all of a sudden, you're just like, John, I'm like, what? And when you looked out the window, there was five guys standing in front of our house with their hands on their oh, hips. Oh, yeah. And you're like, there's like there's all these guys staring at our door. And that's when I was like, what the fuck? So we opened it. And it was our neighbor. And there was just the movers behind yeah. her. But it was just like <laughs> such a weird experience. And so, so we're telling this as like a memento backwards story. So. Um, so anyway, so yeah, there's like four or five dudes, our neighbor, the appliances. The truck is parked literally in the middle of the like horseshoe oh, yeah. in the cul-de-sac. And so we're like, okay, let's just like watch these guys struggle lifting this thing. And I'm like, why isn't there like a dolly or something? Like, yeah. they feel like, I feel like they're just taking the hardest route to get to the door. So it's probably like 20 feet. All of a sudden, like one dude's waiting on the truck, right? Mm-hmm. The other guys are probably like at the door of our neighbors, like dropping off an appliance. We're kind of like, nothing's really happening at this point, right? Everyone's kind of wandering around. And then slowly, all of a sudden, behind the truck, right, we just see this fucking panther-sized raccoon start waddling over up the cul-de-sac to the horseshoe, right? Daytime raccoon, remember? Daytime raccoon 
fully like you know just having a grand old day not nervous of any of the people around them no and there is so much like so many things going on the truck is on like yeah. this this fucking like raccoon does not give a fuck no he doesn't okay not. but even more so how domesticated this raccoon is right all the the, the delivery people are watching this fucking yeah. raccoon like do what it's gonna do and what this raccoon did which terrifies me right is it started walking up each neighbor's front steps all the way to the door like he went up one walked up clearly couldn't get in yeah. walked right back down went to the next one it, this fucking raccoon was trick-or-treating he was across our neighbor's doors yeah and then all of a sudden he like went around to the one neighbor's side and we lost visual on him he was in the pond he was fucking like having a bath he was right and then cut to like 20 minutes later i get the knock like okay they're gone you can move your car again i'm like i ain't going out there no, i don't know where this raccoon this fucking is domesticated raccoon's gonna try and get in our house so that was very maybe very- that raccoon was on a covidcation Maybe, yeah. He was, he was, <laughs> that was Airbnb. So. Airbnb, gone for a nice swim. <laughs> exactly. So from there, you and I discussed because we had recently rewatched the OC, and you watch a lot of uh, home renovation shows that take place in like California mm-hmm. and stuff. What is up with the people? And, and if you are one of these people, tweet us, email us, live at six zero five gmail dot com. Who leave their windows and screen doors? No, no, no. no. Okay, you, it's you not even email. a screen door. One of the things, and we have a lot of friends who live in California, so we could easily just ask this question. In California, when you get doors to your house or like sliding doors like you would get in Canada, I feel, with a screen to protect, you know, the elements. In California, there's all this thing about indoor-outdoor living whereby there are no screens. It's just your door is literally like an accordion door. Yeah. Like that opens. And John and I watch this and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I can't even fathom not having a screen on a door for all the different things that would run into your house. Exactly. Animals, insects, dirt, (laughs) like leaves. Are these people not nervous? Are Are there not these things? I don't know. I just... Like, maybe there's not these elements in California, but like, I'm looking at like, if we want to replace our back of the house sliding doors... Would we ever get those open doors? I don't know. Like, I feel like I'd be so nervous, like, a mouse would run in the house. Yeah, a mouse, a squirrel, a raccoon, like, even like just bugs, bees, bugs mosquitoes. Like, like, in the summer, when we had, like, the smaller rallies, we would eat, leave our, wind, our door open for, like, a hot second, and, like, mosquitoes were all in our house. Yeah, they were. So is it that people, question podcast listeners, is it that people who live in California just have a higher tolerance for the wilderness than you know john and i in toronto yeah do they have a california cool that we don't have we're east coast erotic east coast or irate (laughs) east coast ghost i don't know yeah but that'll bring us to the covidcation story yeah exactly so just fat like rewinding again so obviously this summer was a little bit upsetting even though i don't feel like we planned planned we were supposed to ideally do our honeymoon yeah. this year. This would have been honeymoon year for sure. Yeah. Clearly, John and I are not going anywhere for a while. No. Um, and so I think for us, to his point earlier, we typically do like two vacations a year. One is more big and one's more like a weekend kind of getaway hang. Yeah. But we're like, okay, we're obviously not flying. We can't, where the fuck do we go? Right? And then we also were like, we can't do interprovince travel. So where do we go? And I think... This is where, you know, and for fair reason, anyone who had an Airbnb at this point started charging like a premium in the summer because I guess people just wanted to get away. So, um, which is fair. Like, I actually agree with that business model. Um, But I think one of the things was this was July, right? Yeah. So... One of the things we were thinking about, because at this point, the numbers were not bad in Ontario. No, and a lot of the things were being restricted. Like, there's a lot of new rules of just like, okay, you can now gather with 10 people. Yeah, I think you 15. Have, I think you could have 15 people in your house. Yeah, you, you could have 15 people in your house and like 50 people outside or something. Yeah. But we were like, obviously, we don't want to have like no, a mini no. Coachella. No, so, no, we just want to have a pool. Yeah, we just wanted. And so, like, I think this is where you and I started looking at different places. But everything started getting, like, swept up, right, in different areas, like Prince Edward County, 
or like, or if we wanted to go away for four days, it would be like thirty five hundred dollars. Which it's is just bananas. Like, it's like we could be yeah, be going to Europe for for a week for like the this amount the amount of yeah. stuff these places were just insane. The prices like oh my god, and so we but we found a few options. Yeah, and so. <laughs> The one thing that we were saying, too, is like, okay, we wanted to go away. We obviously, now that the restrictions were a lot loose, we were like, okay, some of our friends could come up if we wanted to, Mm -hmm. right? So we pitched it to the friends and said, like, listen, like, John and I are just going on vacation. Like, we invited, like, six people, right? They were like, if you guys want, you can come up. So we put it out to the crew. Um, And so it was actually good because we got the place, like, I think it was, like, Monday through Thursday or something. Yeah, and we got it in July. And if we looked to book it even a week later, it was, like, double the price. Like, for whatever reason, I think it's because we booked it again on, like, a Friday for a Monday. Yeah. We did a last-minute booking, and it was free. And so it was just, like... It was insanely Significantly cheaper. cheaper. Again, this place actually held up to, like... 20 people like there was all no, these different rooms it, it was absurd you could fit 22 people in there comfortably, comfortably sleeping sleeping for and then it was just john and i it's <laughs> like when we stayed in arizona at that house i had like yeah. eight bedrooms for just you and me so you know john and i like baller status sometimes and so yeah we rented a 22 person house uh for just the two of us in saint Catharines on the water like a bit of an just over an hour's drive outside of downtown toronto so one of the things we like i don't feel like i've ever really stayed in saint Catharines. no i mean i don't really i've been to niagara a few times saint mm-hmm. Catharines is not basically on your way to Niagara and Niagara mm-hmm. Falls, but I've never uh, s- like spent time there. Totally. And so when we were driving there, it was like obviously like super hot, really nice. And we had a bit of a later check-in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but so we went to that bar bench. Well, we went go- to the driving range. Oh, yeah, we went to the first. driving range. So we wanted to do a bunch of things. We wanted to do like fun outdoor activities. We wanted to go drinking. And, and I think, are you okay? Did you lose your I was your trying to clip? find my phone. And I think even in St. Catharines, hold on, we have a lost phone here. So I have a picture. Are you sure you even uh, brought it? Oh, it's right behind you there. So basically, St. Catharines was even looser, some of the... Um, yeah, there was res- like nothing happening there. So we first decided to go to the driving range and do some golfing because we hadn't gone to the driving range at all this year because we just mm-hmm. haven't been able to do jack-ish. So mm-hmm. we went to the driving range, and that was a lot of fun, right? We're looking at some of your pictures right now. You socked some dingers. Yeah, it was actually like one of those things where it felt so normal because it was like, it, it, it's weird at that time and, you know, coming out of Toronto where there was like, you're just more conscientious, there's a lot more people going into this area and it was like just lovely to be outside and like doing your own thing and like hanging out and like socking some dingers to john's point we went grocery shopping <laughs> i think after to our you know loblaws yeah etc and yeah because we had a late check-in we went golfing and then we went Ooh. and went drinking yeah so where is this place called? The Oast? 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 Oast. Um, so one of the days we rallied at Sean and Tesla's house in the summer for Canada Day. You yeah. actually didn't drink this beer. No, I didn't. So Sean had gotten um, this really awesome rhubarb yeah. beer um, from this uh, local Niagara brewery called Oast, or if I'm pronouncing it wrong, O-A-S-T. And I loved it. I feel like I like polished off. One of the, I think, I don't even know what it was, like a Rattler or something with Mm. them. And John never really had any. But then we got two glasses of it on their patio. Mm. And you were like fucking in love. So Oh, it was delicious. It was just so refreshing. We bought a couple jugs of them. Yeah, so then we ended up um, getting two jugs of it to come back to the house for when the friends came. Um, But then, yeah, we got to the house. How how did the (laughs) pictures match reality to you? absolutely like it it was like i was so happy because you just like you never know and like even like i think in a non-pandemic we would be this way like if we're gonna leave our nice house i want to go to some place and feel like i'm on vacation if we spent this much money and so like yeah you know like i want the finishings to feel you know not like grand but like clean and comfortable and all this stuff so i felt like all the pictures really lived up to the expectation, like, it, the house was, like, redonkulously large for just the two of us. And it came with a pool, and it was right on, like, the, the ocean or the whatever lake, lake I guess. So it had, like, 
unbelievable views. But then going back to our thing about California cool living, there was these huge big windows uh, that lead and a big uh, screen or big two doors that open. Big open door, French door concept thing. That lead to the pool and everything. So Mm -hmm. clearly those people, whoever stayed there, leaves those doors wide open because what did you notice? (laughs) The one thing you didn't like about this house. So, okay. And this just goes like, again, like we're not nature people, but I'm I'm, like, I can 100% assure you other people would probably not get bothered by this at all. So when we got into the place, we were like walking around and the closer we got to those screen doors, I noticed there are those small like water mosquitoes or yeah. whatever, like congregating on the ceiling, right? And it wasn't like, oh, there was 10. There, there was no. like hundreds of them. Yeah. But they weren't like flying around. No. They were just all on the ceiling. Yeah. And I got like disgusted. <laughs> so to the point where I was like, you know me, and I think it's like, I will not be okay unless I clean all of it, mm-hmm. right? So then I just said, okay, you do you, right? I am going to go vacuum all these. I found this central vacuum to yeah. the house, and I'm like, you know what? We're just going to do this all. So I literally vacuumed the entire ceiling, right, on the main floor, and I felt better from it. Like, I actually do feel like they should thank me. For that so can i ask you what exactly is central vac vacuuming central vac is when you have you know like your parents probably have it too yeah those things in the wall the big like circle yeah hole in the wall so you have that because it goes down to a thing in your garage or your basement and so you just put in a hose and yeah. it sucks but what if it's not like long enough you, you have multiple ones in the house mm. Right? So okay. if i went upstairs and did it there's it just, like one upstairs it just turns on when you put it in yeah interesting you didn't have this you didn't vacuum at your house no the central vacuum no i can't say that i did (laughs) so what was the experience like outside was we mainly got this place because it had a pool and it was on a a lake it had a lakefront view so what was your experience outside in the backyard and everything so this house was like bananas it 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 felt like cape cod to be honest and like the pool was even like ginormous for just John and I, which, you know what? I'll fucking take it. So it had, like, a whole waiting, like, sunbathing section. And mm-hmm. then it had, like, what I love about it is it was super wide and really deep on one side, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Which was great because if you, like, yourself, like, doing cannonballs. Yeah, exactly. And a beautiful view of the lake, which was great. Mm-hmm. They had a nice big barbecue and outdoor seating to eat lunch and everything mm-hmm. and dinner. So that was really good. So we ended up rallying, I think, the first day, like after, you know, going to the driving range and stuff. Like you and I are very much like, let's go swimming, right? Oh, yeah. And so I think we ended up spending like four hours in yeah. the pool. Um, and I'm like a fish. Like I, I don't like getting out where I think you get a little bit cool. Right? Oh yeah, I get cold fast, way faster than you, so you'll stay in longer than I do. But it was beautiful. It was nice and warm, and such a big, uh-huh. great pool, and it was just so nice. But let me ask you: Was there any interesting characters <laughs> that we met whilst in the pool? So I guess the one weird thing is, um, you know, the the owner, the Airbnb host, mm. messaged and you know said because we did say we might have a couple of friends coming yes. up. The next day, and then they they said something about noise and like minding yeah. the neighbors and whatever. So we were in the pool, and like you and I were like laughing, and we had like the music playing and whatever. Um, and then all of a sudden, do we not have like this neighbor woman like literally walks over and just starts like talking to us? And I think the best way to describe her, she was an older lady, probably mm. in her sixties. Yeah, seemed like a hippie, long gray hair, but she had like smoker's voice yeah Charlie this i think her name was mary i I think it was too she (laughs) talked just like that she seemed like a bit of a hippie and she's just like "Ah, i live here and my son lives next door to this house she's like oh we have people who are south american like you who stay here i'm like oh god she's like i love meeting all the people who stay i can't even do it with my voice i love meeting all the people who stay here and she was just like a talker yeah and we, we spoke to her for like 45 minutes the first day yeah i'm just like oh i kind of not don't want to talk to anyone at all that i don't know because it's just like this is our getaway time yeah but she was nice but she had a few weird comments like she mentioned she's like i'm not racist but my mama was yeah. <laughs> stuff like that I'm like, uh. i was like i'll go swim over here yeah i was like sure so, um what you recall it that's when she made the south american comment to yeah me. um but then it was like really nice like i found her she she said she's like you know it's so nice yeah. hearing you guys laugh yeah. and just like yeah. 
went after like our friends like we'll talk about ferris and maddie and bryson yeah. and cam coming but she was just like oh you know it's just so nice hearing like people laughing and and you know what i mean like i think it's fair like you and i said this too because our neighbor actually said that as yeah. well it's like you know it's just such a miserable year so i think if you know you have people who are just having fun and it's like you know we're always like very considerate i think of like our surroundings so it ended up being like just a really great first day and i think did we get takeout that day or did we barbecue we did barbecue that first day and i think the next day we did the takeout yeah we were there three nights two of the nights we barbecued one night we did takeout yeah the last night we barbecued so maybe we did do takeout that first yeah day. i think we, we probably did, did. yeah because then the next day um because the- do you remember what show we started to rewatch that weekend entourage we started to re we, i think i brought entourage and one other show yeah because we didn't know like what the cable situation was like oh you know what let's just bring entourage and then that, oh, nice. That then turned into us rewatching the whole Entourage series and movie for the next, like, three months. Yeah. And so one of the things that, like, obviously we love doing is, like, I always say this as, like, a retired thing, is my favorite thing to do is, like, clean up golf balls or clean yeah. the pool. And so, like, even just watching John clean the pool right now, it looks so calming. It does. Oh, my God. We'll post some. We'll post a bunch of these videos and pictures on the Instagram and Facebook page so you can kind of see what we got to experience. But you felt relaxed instantly whilst you got whilst you were there? Oh, totally. And I also feel like I didn't even take, like, a ton of pictures because no. we were all just having so much fun. So, like, the weird thing was because it was a work week, right, mm-hmm. we took the time off, but Ferris and Maddie, Cam and Bryson didn't. Yeah. But they ended up coming and working from the house, yeah. which was great. So they were there for probably like eight or nine hours, yeah. um, which was awesome. They brought food up, but we all just kind of like hung out in the sun, barbecued and swam. And then like Maddie and Bryson brought all these like floaty toys, yeah. which was awesome that we were all playing on. And then we were all just like, I don't know. It just it felt so magical there. It did. It was just like a fun time to see friends safely and we were all outside the whole time and I barbecued for everyone, which is really Yeah, fun. you made like burgers and hot dogs. We did corn and asparagus and Ferris made a salad. Like it was awesome. Yeah, no, I, I mean it was exactly kind of what we needed, I think. And I think maybe we probably could have done one more day. One more day could have been fun, I think. Or were you ready to go after after a few days? No, it's definitely like I could have done another day, especially knowing like we would not go anywhere <laughs> even more so in the fall. Right. I would say like it was such like I, I wish we had more of those days. Like I wish our friends stayed longer. I wish, you know, we had the house longer. Um, Yeah, like it is interesting to me, like. The one thing I said to you, and obviously it's a trend in Canada right now, it's like things like hot tubs are sold out. Like anyone with a pool, like people moving to the suburbs to have a pool. It's like if we lived in this house all summer, that would have just been so ideal to like rally just because it was like, oh, you know, it's like you're at a beach. And like even like our friends said that too. It's like, thank you so much because it was like the first break I think everyone had. Yeah, I also really love the sunsets at night mm-hmm. were really good. We ate outside and having barbecue on the outdoor patio, watching mm-hmm. the sun go down was super nice. The only thing we didn't do, which I wish we did, mm-hmm. we didn't smoke cigars. No, we brought them. We forgot to do it on the side. Yeah, we brought them to do it. I love this photo of you, this one. Yeah, we'll post some of these pictures of us drinking and, and everything. But no, we made burgers and hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And I think we made steak one night with corn on the cob and everything. Yeah, we did the last day we did we, steaks. We went to a weird Loblaws and everything. Yeah. And just, oh, there's your classic picture. Well, one of the things is as of July 9th when we were there, I hadn't had my hair cut oh. or colored since January. That's right. And so like I was saying to the girls, I had this huge gray patch like, Polly chestnuts in the soprano Polly walnuts wings wings in um the sopranos and so it was like disgusting and so like after this is when i had my appointment and i cut off all my hair yeah i know afterwards was when i had my first haircut too Mm -hmm. like a week later as Mm -hmm. well which was kind of funny so but you never made a video for this one did you no i have the footage yeah (laughs) yeah like two days later i cut off all my hair yeah, that's when you thought your hair was cut way too short. It was. I wasn't ready for I it. I loved it. I thought it looked great. <laughs> it was so short. I might make a teaser video for Instagram and Facebook. Nice. <laughs> I love that picture. 
but I never just put it together. I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't have it in me to do it, to be honest with you. Why do you think that is? I was just tired of life. The one weird thing I found about that house, though, was that there was like 92 bathrooms. Yeah. Right? And then the... Like sorry, ninety two bedrooms. Yeah. Right, and the bedroom we stayed in, I always find it a little eerie to sleep upstairs by myself yeah. in a place that's so big and you're not there. True. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like if we were in a hotel, we'd all be on the same floor. Yeah, you, I know what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? And so I was like, oh, this place is weirdly big. Yeah. Oh, it was a massive house, and even the garage had like bedrooms inside. Totally. And like the basement had like we never even hung out in the basement, and there was like pool tables and like all this stuff. Like this is like if we ever rented a house again for like twenty friends in the summer, that's where we should go. Yeah, and we were trying to do one last Airbnb in like September or something when everything was booked up. But I mean, I remember seeing one place I was like. I had a horse stable that you could ride horses. <laughs> I'm like, do you want to just stay here? It also has a pool. Yeah. And what was that other place? Tobermory. Tobermory. Trying to find stuff that like lets you walk right into the ocean on some rocks that look kind of dangerous. But I mean, we would do it. Uh, well, no, you didn't tell one story. Which story? Remember the the, the old Mary when she asked you to watch her if she fell down the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, what yeah, the fuck yeah, happened? Yeah. So we one of the reasons we got this place was because they had a pool and it also had uh, it was lakefront and we weren't sure because we asked if we could go swim. We asked in the if lake. we could go swim in the lake. They said no, like the shore had been washed away and it's like kind of dangerous. Like you can't really. It's get, like a cliff. It's a, it's a cliff. Everything got washed away. So there's one day you're inside. I was swimming and then old Mary next door is just like, hey, hey, uh, John, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm gonna go. She was building like stairs down to the w- yeah. lake, but it's like all on jagged rock. She's like. I'm going to go down. If I don't come up in 20 minutes, can you come check on me? Because I may have been washed up, washed away at shore. <laughs> I was like, all right. And like 20 minutes had gone by. I'm just like, uh. so I kind of walked over. And I peeked my head down. I was trying to see her. And eventually I did see her. And I just like jumped back in the pool. And then she came back up. She's like, ah, I made it. <laughs> Remember, I'm not racist, but my mama is. I'm like, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, that was kind of peculiar. But yeah, she also said like, Oh, so good to hear you. Everyone laughed. Yeah, I liked hearing that. And she was nice enough. She was just mm-hmm. like to talk a lot. Yeah. Which, which is which most neighbors who meet us do. Yeah. So do you have anything else you, you like to talk about with this house or Um, I just wanted to, you know, I wish we did get to stay there a little bit. Like it was fun, like even in the kitchen, you know, while Ferris and Cam were working at the like the giant dining table, like that was also when we disc- we re listened to the Avid Brothers. Right. When we ate dinner one day inside. Um, But it was really nice because Ferris and I took over the entire island. Right. And like made a bunch of food and like snacks and things. And I don't know. It just it felt so good. If that makes sense. It reminded me of going like to the cottage like the previous year, I guess. Right. Was it the previous year? Which which cottage did we go to? With all of us with Sean and Tesla. That was like two, three years ago now. Oh, God. Yeah, um, that was a long-ass time ago. Yeah, I think it would have been like if like Sean and Tesla came to this one, I felt like, oh, it was all of us, like all eight of us mm. um, would have been great because even though Maddie and Bryson were not the cottage two or three years ago, right? It just, it was such a good hang, so, yeah. Yeah, it was a good break, and then, uh, yeah, we never got to go away anywhere again <laughs> until this is our first holiday since that holiday and we're obviously yeah. just doing a staycation mm-hmm. but we're going to do some fun things around the house and around the city just whatever you can do walks and experiences mm-hmm. and and just watching tv and stuff like that yeah i think so and i mean like one of the crazy things is is that like you know we're obviously very conscientious of posting stuff because you just like yeah. you never know kind of thing but when the rules change and how shit gets taken out of context and like everyone's comfort level but i will say it's like you know day one of the pandemic i was like no fucking way i'm doing this for a month yeah now that it's been like 10 months but at least like we did have that really great memory of like going out in some capacity so my hope is that because it has gone pretty fast from july 7th to now hopefully now till like, the spring will go by fast. And even from, like, March 15th to where we are now went by quickly. But then we never talked about one of the things you got for the house, the uh, air. Oh, yeah. Just you can quickly so talk about that. I think um, one of the things, and it was actually on the offset of having one of the parties, actually. Really? Um. So John and I are, like, 
you know, we walk a lot in the city. And one of the things I love about our neighborhood in a non-pandemic is that, you know, you could walk around to get coffee and like... <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. But, you know, formally before yesterday, you could. And so I think one of the things was... Um, we just love walking, like even for a commute to work, there was a fair bit, you know, distance. You and I love to, to just do that. So we felt like fairly active, but in the pandemic, when you're like stuck at home and you're just like eating and drinking essentially, and like very like docile, you're not moving around as much. It's like, I just started feeling really disgusting if yeah, that feels fair, like here. sluggish, you know, and I don't know if other listeners feel this way, but like I started feeling like my legs just felt really heavy and like my arms felt like not toned. Like the one thing I will always say is like, I had deceivingly toned arms from like jamming kind of thing and playing bass. And all of a sudden it's like, Nope, I feel disgusting. And I saw a picture of myself like in August and I'm like, Nope, not doing this anymore. Um, or September. And so I started like researching for whatever reason, men's health, right? For like an air bike. Well, first I started looking for a bike, right? And I kind of said to you, I'm like, I want to get a bike. And I think you're like, no, it's fine or whatever. And it's like, but get what you want, like whatever makes like you feel good about it. So then I started researching and I found this like like GQ's 2020 or men's health um, article about like different bikes and I saw like a Schwinn and like yeah. all these different things but Schwinn. I said <laughs> Schwinn but what I said to you is I wanted a bike that had like the arms that move yeah. because it actually works your core more yeah. than a stationary bike that you physically have to like move your arms around and like right. whatnot. and so like I'm reading this article in like men's health and we settled on this awesome air bike right that we wanted so then while the measures were still open and you could still go inside to like different fitness places you and i went on the fucking gta tour oh my god to see if we could find like these like this bike somewhere and so like we couldn't buy it on amazon they didn't have it at walmart so you know you and i are not really like fitness gym people like we went to the y before but we don't really buy fitness equipment right like we don't own a peloton no kind of thing so we started going to like fitness depot and you know athletics house and like all this shit and so the one the one place we went up into in midtown which was clearly like a wholesaler yeah i know which was hilarious the guy like it felt like we were in fucking pretty woman where these people (laughs) saw us like from like a mile away she's like um, you know how expensive our gym equipment I is? Like, and I was like, bitch, please let us in. She's like, okay, the cheapest bike is like $2,000. I'm like, yeah, we can afford it. Right? <laughs> and so I was like, let us in. Let but us then in. the weird thing was, as soon as we got in, I understood why she was asking. Because basically this place sold equipment to like SoulCycle, essentially. And so we're like, unless you were like an elitist celebrity yeah. who could afford to buy like equipment for your house... They were serving like actual gyms. And so like we went downstairs to like their ghetto <laughs> bikes, which I were know. still like two thousand dollar plus. And so we went on it. And I'm like, John, this is where I'm like, I can't just like we can't just leave. Now I know. We, we've made or I've made too much of a stink. So I'm like, you're like, just try one. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, this one's uh really good. And she's like, it's a bike from Italy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. All this shit. So we're like, okay, we'll take down the information. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, we obviously did not buy that bike and nope. finally went on Amazon again and found a non-Schwinn bike, air bike. And so what I love about an air bike, and I've researched this enough, is that the air bike works your core really mm. well where the other ones don't. And it actually uses your own resistance right. um, to like increase uh, like the the resistance, essentially. Like the faster, the faster you pedal, mm. the more resistance it is. So the harder it becomes, um, which... Like, I don't know about you, but if I go on it for, like, 15 minutes, I'm, like, dying. Oh, same here, for sure. So, the only weird thing was, and they don't tell you this in men's health, because it's men's health. Yeah. The first fucking day I go on it, I can't fucking stand and ride it, because the handlebars hit my boobs. (laughs) Right? So, it's clearly made for men and flat-chested women. Um, (laughs) So, anyway, but the one thing I love is that um, I don't have that problem anymore. So, I actually do physically feel a lot better I start I said to you like even just trying to do it like 10 to 15 minutes every morning and then in addition to like our walks and like just eating healthier and stuff like that I feel like you know 
it, it just makes me feel better. Like, so I don't know how you feel. Yeah, I feel the same way, and I was able to put it. it took me like two hours to put it all together, but I, mm-hmm. I was very proud of myself for that. And then we re- researched a few of them, and all of them were again were like weren't ready for delivery. Like he had to wait a bit, so we had to wait about a month before this thing was mm-hmm. actually delivered to our house. But my all the reviews were pretty good. But my favorite review was, <laughs> uh, "It's a very good bike, but the seat is too hard. It aggravated my hemorrhoids." <laughs> So I love that. I was a little worried that the seat might be a little too hard, but it actually is It did fine. not aggravate your hemorrhoids? <laughs> I need to get hemorrhoids to see if it would, but no, it was... I think 2020 gave me hemorrhoids. Oh, I think so. So no, it was fine, and I, I've enjoyed using it. I've used it as much as I can, and I... Yeah, you're really good. You go like 45 minutes on it. I try to. I haven't done it in the last couple of days just because I've been too lazy and everything, but it's been fun to have, and... I make listen to good playlists and get good music, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's been good. I've been happy to have it. The one thing I will say, because you said to me too, it's it's obviously like it's not quiet because you're no. pedaling and it's like a wind machine, <laughs> essentially. And so it's pretty loud, and you're like, don't get nervous. You oh, know, yeah. if you don't use it, like I'm going to get upset because no, I was worried about what, the sound. I didn't, I didn't say if you don't use it, I'm going to get upset. I said the only thing, because I know you, is you were saying initially, like, oh, I might do it, I might wake up earlier before work and use it before the morning but then as soon as we got it and you heard how loud it was you you were hesitant because you didn't want it to bug me and i said if you don't use it because you're afraid it's going to wake me up then i will be upset with you (laughs) and i'm like i won't be upset for anything else but i'm like do not do something because of me Mm -hmm. and so you were very hesitant the first first few times i think to use it and you had to like test it be like okay we'll go on it close the door let me see where i am where i can't hear it i'm just like again if you don't use it because you're scared it's going to wake me up or it's going to bug me or whatever, then I'll be very upset with you. So <laughs> the only other thing that I found interesting was, so like I brought, like, it's not one of, it's not a Peloton. It's not no. the mirror where like there's like a fucking hologram in front of yeah, you. Like, I don't need that shit. We don't need that shit. This is, this is like, this is going to like a 90s like grungy gym and this yeah. bike is in there, right? Like it gets shit done. And so there's only like a ledge for like your phone or an iPad yeah. when it's standing up vertically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the one thing I was like, oh, I'll watch like Netflix right on the iPad, but I can't watch it in landscape because the handlebars hit it. So I'm watching like fucking Dawson's Creek like vertically and I'm like, oh my God, Jen, you're so funny. Yeah. Right. But then you're like, oh, why don't you listen to music? I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll try that too. Now I listen to like top 20 kind of friggin 2010 pop classics and i am like living life on that bike in the morning it's like listening to like lady gaga's bad romance with like my arms in the air and so now i pretend i'm in like a soul cycle music video it's like when like the music break comes or like when the bridge comes on to songs and and as opposed to like using the handlebars i like clap it out (laughs) as if i'm in a music video right or in a soul cycle class so it makes me really happy do you find when you exercise on the bike, you make weird exercise faces? Yeah. Okay, so it's not me. I was very, I'm very self-conscious. I don't want you to come in when I'm exercising because I realize I make like weird faces. What did your face look like? Be like, <laughs> like yeah, but I also am like... <gasps> yeah, and sometimes like I'll close my eyes and I'll rap. The, whatever, I'm usually listening to rap music and yeah. I'll rap the song in my head, but I make weird faces yeah. with my eyes closed. So I'm very self-conscious that I'm like... Maybe that's why I never exercised hard in the gym is because I knew I had like a weird exercise face. Well, I think it's like as somebody who plays the bass and has bass face on my wedding day, um, and it's memorized in all of our pictures, right. I feel like exercise face is like tennis sound effects. It's all the same thing. It's like you have to like, you're, you're working harder through the pain, right? What is a tennis sound effect? You know when people are like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? yeah those grunts and grunts shit. Grunts and shit. Well, we're right about at that time to finish this thing off. So mm-hmm. I think next week is the last episode of the year, and I think we'll have to do our best of 2020 podcast. Yeah. Which will be our top albums, songs, TV shows, and maybe one other category. Yeah, there. we might do like a fun category in it. But these are always my favorite episodes to do because we love to just tell people we're listening to and help people find new music and TV shows. So I'm very excited. I've already made my list. And I'm sure we'll say this again next week, but, you know, 2020, you know, is horrible for a lot of things. But I would actually say some really great music came out this year. Oh, big time. Across the board. Like, our list will consist of, like, 
you know, really great, you know, indie rock, indie folk, hip hop, rap, like all of the above pop. And so, you know, it, it was definitely a great year. It makes me sad that there are no concerts. Yeah. But um, awesome year for music. So, okay, just real quick before you end this, I was on Facebook. You know how you get Facebook memories every day? Yeah. And so I was checking this out the other day. And 14 years ago, on 2006, I had wrote a Facebook note about my top five favorite songs and albums of the year. Okay. Can I just tell you what my five favorite songs and albums were of 2006? Go. I'm not going to, I'll just, so hold on. So I found this very interesting. It was just kind of a cool like blast from the past. So here are my top my five top five songs of the year. Number five, don't look. Oh. Is Love Stone Thinks She Knows by Justin Timberlake. Which we actually <laughs> listened was, to yesterday. Number four, Conventional Wisdom by Built to Spill. Ooh. Which is uh, still I love that song. Yeah. Number three was The Masses by DL Incognito, who okay. is a Ottawa, Ottawa rapper that yeah. we love a lot. Number two is No Place to Go by Lupe Fiasco, Ooh. which I do love. And number one was Red at Our Wedding. It's Satellite by Guster. Wow. That was my number one song of 2006 and probably... You know what this fucking guy says? Well, what? and I was going to say, bring it. this will bring us into the band of the week. What? So when you were like yesterday or the day before. So whenever we cook dinner, so like how John was said, we listened to Love Sick yesterday because when we cook dinner, we always put on like a new album or yeah. an album to listen to. So yesterday... I suggested to like, oh, why don't we listen to songs produced by the Neptunes? Mm, um, yeah. Which it was awesome. And we had like a mini dance party in the kitchen, yeah. which was great. Who would have known? Like, obviously their catalog's huge. Yeah. A day before that, though, John discovered his love affair with the Bee Gees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to get into that real quick. Can I just tell you my five yeah. favorite albums that year? Fine. This is real quick, real go, quick. Go. I don't know why you're not saving this for next week. Because well, well, okay, fine. We'll see. If you want to know my five favorite albums of 2006, yeah, come back next week. So I think one of the things is is like so like a couple of days ago. I don't even know how you got really into this again because there was a documentary about the Bee Gees on HBO. Okay, so John got holy cow back into the Bee Gees. I love the Bee Gees, and so I said to him, I was like, from all the music we've spoken about for years. We have never spoken about the Bee Gees. Well, can I tell you why? Why? Because I know you don't love them. Like, I, you love, your favorite music is like the Beatles and Beach Boys and stuff. And I yeah, obviously, but I obviously let, love let, other music. I, I'm aware. Oh, but every boy. time I ever talked about Earth, Wind, and Fire. I like Earth, Wind, or, and Fire. Or, you know, Chic or the Pointer Sisters or whoever, these disco bands, you were just like, you were like an alt rocker in 1979 saying disco sucks. Oh my so god. I just always clearly, First of all, did you not play Earth, Wind, and Fire at the wedding? Yeah, of course. And of course, that I'm just saying, I know it's not your. Obviously, you like some disco, same as I like some Beatles. I don't love the Beatles, but. <laughs> I love that you're like, you don't. You like some disco, which is an entire genre of music. But then it's like, you uh, don't like the Beatles. Fine. <laughs> I know you would like some Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you like some. No, I actually don't like Earth, okay, Wind, and well, Fire. Okay, well, then I know you hate the Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> yeah. But I know you like some uh, BG songs. Yeah, of course I do. My point of that story, though, yes. was that we're making dinner, listening to the Bee Gees, and I was like, why didn't you get a, a song to, like, um, what should you call it, a Bee Gees song for our wedding, like, during dinner or something, and at that exact moment, How Do You Mend a Broken Heart comes on, and it's like, how can you mend a broken heart and john's like oh this could have been her first dance and i'm like are you fucking kidding me this is like the first day we've spoken about this band or this song ever right oh and so my. i'm like why the fuck would this be our first dance it has no actual point of like memory or like sentiment to each of us and then literally it was like how can you mend our broken heart Right? And then we went on this weird tangent about what, what? does Andy Gibb look like? <laughs> right? Yeah, because I then said, I never really realized they had a younger brother, yeah. Andy Gibb, who actually had just as not well, obviously not as successful, but for a while he had a very successful uh, music career. And I yeah. discovered all these songs by Andy Gibb. I'm like, these are the best songs I've yeah. ever heard in my life. So I said to you, I was like, Barry Gibb was yes. the one who looks like Jesus with the big the head yeah, and the beard in the teeth. Yeah. Right. Maurice is the middle one. Yeah. Who's like not as big hair. Yeah. Right. And didn't wear the glasses. Andy is the one with the circle glasses, to my knowledge. No. So that there's you're so you're getting it. Andy is the brother who wasn't in the band. Oh. Yeah. Barry. Barry. Is, Barry's Barry, the big one. Barry Gibb. <laughs>
Is that right? Yeah. Very BG. It's not very BG. Okay. It's very Gibb. Yeah, this guy. Barry Gibb is a guy who looks like Jesus. Okay. And then there's... That's what I said. Okay, Robin is... Oh, Robin. Is kind That's of, right. Which one's Maurice? Uh, he's, he's the one with the yeah. circle glasses. That's Maurice. Then no, if you, this is not the guy I'm thinking no, of. No, you're thinking of that guy on the left. That's Robin. Oh, yeah, Robin. Andy is their younger brother who wasn't actually in the band. Oh. So anyways, I was going to... We could have easily chosen a BG song to do. <laughs> Andy was a, a heartthrob, though. <laughs> but I decided, because I, out of all the BG songs I rediscovered, the one that I realized I loved the most was Andy Gibb, which was I Just Want to Be Your Everything. Yeah, and then you're like, Val, do you know this song? And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, boy. <laughs> I just want to be your everything. <laughs> I realized the five. Open up your heart and let me know where I give in. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I realized the five worst wor- words I could say to you is, "Are you? Do you know this song?" Of course I because know. Because you show. always just like belittle me and like beat me with a belt afterwards. Because you're like, "How dare you say such <laughs> things to me?" Well, you know, I don't like disco. So, <laughs> so anyway, do you want to get into the band of the week this week? I don't know what album is from his greatest hits. Whatever. This is. <laughs> What's the matter with you? What was that? Oh, it was the Pink Floyd. Which one? <laughs> it was the other one I was making fun of. Oh, yeah. Hello. That Hello. was like, ah. <laughs> Wish you would. I can't no. do it now. I is have there anybody else? Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like Pink Floyd. Yeah, it did. When I did it in real time, it did. Oh, okay. I'm doing, I'm channeling my Andy Gibb right now. Oh, okay. I can't switch gears. Well, we'll get into your Robin Gibb. So anyways, <laughs> this is. I Just Want to Be Your Everything by mm-hmm. Andy Gibb, the youngest Gibb, who's no longer with us, rest in power. Mm-hmm. This is uh, I Just Want to Be Your Everything by Andy Gibb. Or Andy BG. <laughs> so anyways, all the way to get in contact with our ads is Facebook.com. Thank you for getting so silly at the end. Facebook.com slash Live605 and hit us up on Instagram at that same handle. And follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at Valcomez23. It's like, did you just discover social media? You called it at that handle? <laughs> I'm going to have a talk. I just want to be <laughs> We're done. Done. Cut. Done ties. Done ties. I'm your podcaster, John. Easy. Easy.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Thank you for listening to the podcast.